If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. How to tell if you have the flu, a cold, or COVID? You can't, so give up. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. Great. Well, yeah, I might have overstated it, but not by much. Before we get to that... Not very many people change their names ever in their lives, and not many people change their kids' names, and it's kind of interesting, isn't it? It doesn't cost much. Anyway, came across this story. And it's just a collection of sounds. I mean, you know, my name is Joe. Who cares? Tom is a collection of sounds, too, but I see myself as Joe, so it would be weird to be Tom. Well, we actually know the numbers from Social Security, who keeps track of this. Um, there have been 30,000 name changes in the past five years. That's not many in a giant country. So 6,000 a year? No, no, it's not. And you'd think it would happen more often. Because I've known plenty of people that weren't thrilled about their name. Anyway, this North Carolina mom got some attention because they named their kid Aspen. They had gone to a, a Pinterest website that had a list of outdoor names. I don't know if they just mm. decided they... Let's give our kid an outdoor name. You know, it's a pretty name, and I'm a fan of aspen trees this year in Nevada. This time of year, they're losing their leaves and blah, blah, blah. Um, but the first thing I think is uh, ass. You can't have your kid's name start with ass. Oh, really? I didn't think of that. It's a little, it's a little uh, wussy. Is it a dude or a dudette? I think it, that's funny. I just assumed it was a boy. Does it say here? It just oh, says child. Name. I'll bet Aspen. I know, I'll bet I know why it says child in this article. Because they're non-binary. Because they don't want to get into it. They don't want to get into, <laughs> a, you know, <laughs> stating it. Oh, son. Okay, it's a son. Okay. Uh, their son's name was Aspen. I wouldn't have wanted to be named Aspen when I was in fifth grade. I don't think. No, no. But their thing Maybe was birch. Birch is a manlier tree. Oak. Very similar tree. They uh, they decided six months in, they thought, this, this kid's just not an Aspen. Huh. He just doesn't seem like an Aspen. So they changed it to Luke. 
And they went through the process, and it varies from state to state, but in most places it's pretty darn simple and doesn't cost much money. So if you don't like your name currently as an adult, or you, you don't like your kid's name. Yeah, I like those stats that came out a couple of weeks ago, the most changed kids' names, and it was typos. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Wow. How do you yeah. do that by accident? Well, yeah, as we discussed at the time, it was like, uh, what was it, uh, people who wrote <laughs> Zio instead of Zoe or whatever it was. I can't remember. It was ridiculous. But um. Like we gave, my youngest son is named Henry, and I, we, I just assumed that I would call him Hank because I always liked the name Hank. They just just never never happened, and he's Hen actually, which is mm. uh, I don't know if I've known many people called Hen, but everybody calls him Hen. Hmm, interesting. This um, is good. And again, it's a collection of sounds. Do do names fit personalities, or or do they just kind of grow in your mind because you associate the two? Like a person seems like you seem like a Joe just because I've known you as a Joe for yeah. I feel like a Joe. Uh, I don't know. That's an interesting question. I'm, I'm scanning my memory banks for people I've known. Now, I go by Rocket, as you know. I'm like uh, picturing like Hanson. He could be a David. Well, three out of four guys who work at the radio ranch are named Mike. Right. But he could be a David. He could be a Steve. I could see him, I could see him being lots of these people. Hmm. It wouldn't be shocking. I couldn't see him. Not an Aspen. Though. But if he was Aspen, I'd be shocked if his name was Aspen. Yeah. 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 So maybe Just it does matter. Anyway. Yeah. So you coughing and sneezing, your nose is running, you feel poor. Do you have a cold, a flu, or a COVID, RSV? <clears throat> so I go to this article I was in the sick, Seattle uh, Times. Uh, my whole family got sick and uh, never tested positive for the COVID. Not that that necessarily means anyway, but it could have been any of those three. I think. Well, this, this piece in the Seattle Times, and I thought, no, wait a minute. This is perfect. This is news you can use. We'll present this to the good folks and, and be, uh, you know, uh, be useful to them. Finally, useful. So I dive into this article. talks about uh, COVID still being around and RSVP, a virus that can cause cold-like symptoms. That's mostly not a big deal, but for little kids, it it can really cause serious illness for for small children. Um, And so the question is, uh, do you have the flu, a cold, or COVID? Here's how to spot the difference. Many of these symptoms overlap, unfortunately, so it can be really difficult for people to tell what's what without testing. Some things are more specific. If someone has the acute loss of taste or smell, that would be very suspicious for COVID. Okay, we know that, but is that still happening much, the loss of smell and taste? I haven't heard of it. Yeah, I don't think that's that's not an Omicron thing I don't think anymore. so. I don't think so. No. No, but anyway, if you have COVID, you also have a lot of nonspecific symptoms like aches, congestion, cough, and sore throat. Those are things that tend to overlap with the other viruses. Flu is one of those illnesses like COVID, where people tend to feel like they got hit by a truck, exhausted, sore, achy, high fever, etc. Then they mention the loss of taste and smell again. We've got that one down. You can stop bringing it up. Now, RSV is not something that typically comes with high fevers, but can cause fevers in children. Sneezing, lots of congestion, looks like the common cold, et cetera, et cetera. And so, in other words, there's really, other than the fever thing, you got the fever, might be COVID, might be the flu, I don't know. You get fevers when you get colds occasionally, right? I don't think I've ever had a fever when I had a cold. I never remember to check for fevers. I should do that more often. 
That's funny. I do. Although I always know when I have a fever, I can feel it. Uh, blah, blah, blah. So they do this whole article. Do you have a flu, cold, or COVID? Here's how to spot the difference. You can't. Yeah. That's not surprising to me. When I was a kid, I'd get horrible fevers and get um, delirious. Have you ever had a fever bad enough to get delirious? Just once, Ooh, really. Yeah. And it was as an adult, too. It happened to me enough times that I would get frightened of getting delirious because the room would start spinning and people's faces would get big. Ah, ha, ha, ha. It was like a horror movie. Wow. Oh, just horrifying. Let's see, uh... That loss of lucidity was something I looked forward to most days <laughs> in college. Anyway, that's probably pretty. If your if your brain is so hot that it's doing that, it's probably not good. No. Well, I was uh, I was a young adult. I think we were in Wichita at the time. I might have even had a kid. I think Kate may have been born at that point. And I had a fever that went up to like 103, and we were fighting to lower it. And and I was laying there thinking, you know, I've always thought I'd be brave and strong and fight to live and the rest of it nope i'm too tired i could just die right now yeah i can't lift a finger yeah that's the problem with being really sick is you just think i just got no will here for anything yeah yeah uh luckily clearly i survived unless this has all been a dream for the last 30 years <laughs> anyway where was I? there's another point i want to make oh you know i've had uh, doctors pediatricians uh, particularly through the years, say it's an upper respiratory infection. There are a bunch of different ones it could be. Treatment's the same. Rest, lots of liquids, decongestants if they're suffering, blah, blah, blah. If the fever gets above this, hit them with some Tylenol or when you get older, ibuprofen. It's all the same anyway. Now, if your kid gets seriously sick, take them to the damn doctor. But otherwise, so I got COVID. I had COVID. Felt exactly like the flu, which feels exactly like a really bad cold, which probably feels a lot like RSV. For a, So who cares what you have? Which can feel a lot like a hangover. Uh, yeah, to some extent. And, and honestly, you know, if you're hanging around a bunch of 80-year-olds, flu could kill them. COVID could kill them. A bus could kill them. <laughs> or an angry wife. <laughs> How to tell COVID from an angry wife. <laughs> That'll be on the next Armstrong and Getty One More Thing podcast. Sorry that that was completely freaking useless, folks. <laughs> well, I guess that's it. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.